Welcome everyone to the very latest boat from the blue. This game, Young Boys, that could be named after us. We could rename the the podcast here, the Young Boys. Um. Anyway, let's welcome the two we, guests. We, 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 we'll, get, we'll get done for under the trade descriptions act because we're not young, we're not boys. I'm all right, buddy. I'm all right. We we're through to next round of Champions League. We had a relatively easy game. Um, slightly disappointed that Johnny Stones is going to be out for a little while. Um, but apart from that. You got to be satisfied. Um, top of the group, we're through to next round. Top of the league, Peach. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, I had a bit of a moan about the the night and the fans, but apart from that, uh, it was quite enjoyable. Apart from them idiots that were next to me, but uh, there you go. We'll talk about well, that. And we'll touch upon it anyway. I'm sure. Is that the home fans or away fans? No, oh, bloody idiot. The away fans. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. Yeah. Why don't we start with that? Come on, the away fans. Yeah. I mean, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this. I mean, you get a lot of people, oh, it's entertainment. It's not entertainment. They're nasty. They're horrible people. I mean, you know, what's all this? I mean, if City fans would do a bit of a bin back, it'd be quite funny. But they're not not funny. Just horrible people. They they try and get a reaction out of City fans. They, They spit, they throw things. They're just horrible fans. They get away with, they get, you know, they get these big giant sparklers in, which are all right, but... You know, guys can't get inhalers through through into security. They can't get stuff in. It's ridiculous. And what what they did apparently was they deliberately turned up late. So obviously they probably just let them in. They probably didn't even search the buggers. They probably just let them in. A lot, you know, there's a big mob of them turned up late apparently, and we let them get away with it time and time again. It, it's shocking. And they don't support the team. It's all it's all about themselves. That's all they get. The ultras. It's all, it's it's absolutely pathetic, and it just gets on my bloody nerves. I really need banning. I'm just sick of. I, I don't even want to look at them because they look at you and they're doing the the sort of slashing the throat things and all this sort of thing. It, it's absolutely pathetic, and I, something has to be done. And we we just let them get away with murder. We couldn't do that at their ground. Our fans have to respect. Yeah, uh, act, act respectful. Uh, over here, they can do what they want. I just don't like it. I'm sure, let's, let's have Ray have a go on it. I mean, I've oh, got a little rant on my own thing. Let, let Ray no, think. I, I don't think I could say more than that, buddy. I mean, you've you've you slapped them down. The fact the fact is, uh, City fans complain when they can't get the bottle of coke in in the ground. I remember last season or season before, and this is this is true because I was there. I watched this happen. One fella got stopped. They wouldn't let him in with two. They said you can only have one. You can only take one packet of Christian. What the what the fucking hell is he going to do? I mean, it's only a little 25 or 30, 30 gram packet of crisps, one of those tiny ones, you know. It's nothing more than a couple of mouthfuls. What's he going to do? Flog it for a tenner inside. Two packets of crisps. I mean, honestly, it's ludicrous. Most, all right, be honest, most of the searches on us aren't, aren't that much. I'd, I think I've been stopped once with, all right, with the family, we're taking a, a, lot, a lot of snacks in. I don't see any problem with that. Uh, you know, if the kid wants to take some biscuits and chocolate and some crisps in, you know, and some sweets. What's the, what's the problem? Two bags of crisps. And and all these guys, I think they were, glo- I think sparklers is the wrong word. They, uh, they were glorified sparklers because I saw pictures. Yeah, big, big sparklers, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you stick that up, someone's bum, that'll hurt anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with all the bin bags there as well, those those sparks, I mean, I'm surprised yeah. none set on oh, fire. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And... Um, you know, in this day, in this age of health and safety, but how many of them got those big sparklers through? I tell you what, if City fan had done had been doing that in the city and near the away fans, the busiest stewards would have been in there 
dragging them out by, you know, grabbing them by their underpants, dragging them out of the stadium and, and giving them a banning order. But these away fans can, like you said, they can just come and do what they want. This, You're right, it's about time the club did something and said, I don't know how they do it, I don't know where they put them, okay, put them on the roof, I don't care, but keep them away from our fans, please. Don't put them behind, you know, behind the goals because that's where most, most of our noise comes from either end. I think from behind the goals, you get you get some you know some of the more posher posher crowd on the on the sides, um, uh, east and west and but north and south it's where the noisy fans are. Why put the opposition fans there as well? Find find a space, get rid of them. Don't car park. The car park's the best space. Well, uh, even that's, that's too good. For, that's too good for them. <laughs> I mean, they were selling tickets with a potential um, uh, line of sight issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the line of sight is you're in the car park, boys. But th- this is the truth. When we have cup games and these opposition fans have nine, seven or nine thousand tickets, they put them on the top tier above the city fans so they can pick, you know, spit on us and piss on us. Or, and, you know, they, they do fill the pipe, uh, 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 you know, these plastic glasses and chuck stuff, you know, and and it's usually internal fluids or coins. Why, why allow it to happen? And it goes on and on and on. It's not about atmosphere. I don't know what it's about. And I'd wish someone from the club, from the City Matters group, or whoever comes out and tells us why they allow this to happen, because it's not a pleasant experience for City fans. Certainly not. And you know, we hate it. And it's been going on for years. And, you know, it's, a, it's about time they put us. Yeah, there's a famous tweet from uh, our mate Liz Chapman who couldn't sneak in a can of Diet Coke. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, what, what did they, they must have thought it was filled with vodka or something. I don't know. It is Chapman. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to say up front, I don't know. I don't know the the young lady. Um, but uh, anyway. yeah, but, I, mean, um, I, think, I think it all boils down to the fact that if there were genuine fans who, who bit of banter, I mean, we know there's going to be animosity, of course, but. No, it, it takes you back to the banana days. I mean, the bin bag things could have been funny. I mean, the second tier had yellow, yellow ones, didn't you? And the, the bottom tier yeah. had black ones, but they didn't do it in a funny way. It was just in a menacing way, and that's what they try and do. And it's pathetic. I, I, I say I, I try and concentrate on the game. And you get distracted, and you sort of look over, and there's just, just you know, obviously the city fans are giving it back. Of course, yeah, but they, they wouldn't be doing you know young kids. But you get all ages in these ultras. You yeah. know, not just all kids. They're all sorts of ages, but. Yeah, it's um, support your team, but I don't. I don't even think they do that. I say it's all about themselves for me. I don't think they support the team whatsoever. Uh, I don't think they give any vocal support or the vote. You know, a lot of singing, but about themselves. And I think most most of these ultras are. Well, guys, it was the definition of an anti-competitive game. I'm not. I don't remember. I don't even remember one um, shot that really tested the goalkeeper. Let's go to the lineups because we were expecting some changes, Bernard. Um, how did you fare on? How did you fare on this one? I'll say them again. Initially, initially I got seven, <laughs> but obviously I did. I did sort of not include Harlan because I thought he was still injured. So I'll give myself a little tentative eight for that one. But uh, of course, he went down to six as soon as uh, the Kanji. Fell ill or got injured in the warm-up. He was in my team and I didn't have Walker down. So, of course, uh, I got a big... I didn't realise till the game had started. I thought, that's Walker. What's Walker doing there? I was, I was really surprised. So, I ended up with a pathetic six. But I did predict 3-0. So, I'm happy with that, guys. I got the score spot on. So, I'm happy with that. The team was Edison, Walker, Stones, Diaz, the captain, 
Vardio, Kovacic, Lewis. Oh, sorry, Walker was then the captain, wasn't he? Kovacic, Lewis, Nunes, Foden, Grealish and Haaland. On the bench, Ortega, Carson, Phillips, Aki, Doku, Rodri, Alvarez, Bernardo and Bob. Quite a surprise not to see um, Rodri starting, wasn't it, Ray? What do you think? Uh, well, I'm glad Rodri wasn't starting. Um, it was it was a bit odd. I, I thought we'd got, to be honest, I, I kind of thought we'd go even a bit weaker. Obviously, I wasn't expecting Haaland to start. Because I, I said this a few times, this game we should be winning, you know, um, with half half a team. I'm not saying we should play with six players, but you know what I mean. Half of half the first team, and we should have uh, a few more uh, second teamers or regular bench warmers. Having said that, I mean you've got Nunes and Kovacic there, Grealish, you know, you, Lewis. You could argue these four players there who are you wouldn't consider part of our best first eleven. Um, and maybe I'm being a bit harsh. If you if you drop too many, I've also complained. So maybe I, <laughs> I can't have it both ways. I've complained when you drop too many, you change too many players, you end up being a bit just disjointed. And you know, so maybe this was the right balance where we've had uh, a lot of first, you know, several first teamers rested. I was I was surprised Harlan started. If he was if he couldn't train on, you know, or he was injured, he had to come off on at the weekend. And he was touch and go. Why did you take the risk? Why can't you just play Alvarez there or play with the false nine or, or whatever and let Haaland have a rest and leave him till the Chelsea game? Because the, obviously the last thing we wanted was to get Haaland injured so that he, and, and he'd end up missing Chelsea and possibly Liverpool in a couple of weeks' time. You know, I'm not saying wrap him up in cotton wool, but um, you know, why take? An, I think this game was an an unnecessary risk, uh, but uh, you know, fortunately, he seems to have come through it. Well, Bernard, we were all told that he'd done his ankle. I mean, every journalist, uh, I'm not going to say worth his salt or her salt because they're not, but that's what they all told us. Um, but it, it, it just beggars belief that they just didn't go along to the, you know, the city training uh, team and, and, and find out the truth because we were told where he's done his ankle, he could be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm sure these journalists uh, don't go anywhere near the training grounds anymore. Uh, I'm sure they don't. They sit on their ass uh, in their offices, and uh, that's how they that's how they earn the money. You know, just inside what clickbait to come up with next to, to earn the money for the papers or or you know the the online stuff rather than the obviously they earn money for newspapers. Of course, you do, but uh, it's it's not journalism now, isn't it? Uh, you know, even even outside of football, it, it's pretty poor these days. But uh, yeah. You'd, you'd hope, uh, certainly the Manchester, you know, like the, the local guys uh, would have a, a bit more knowledge. But, of course, uh, there was no hint of it, I don't think, that uh, Harlem was going to be playing in this one. Well, Ray, you've seen a few training games. I'm sure about that. But as a spectacle, this was extremely disappointing, I thought. Depends how you want to look at it. it look, as, yeah, if, as a competitive game, there was no competition, really. Uh but, I mean, um, I thought it was a bit, can I kind of say this? Like you said, training exercise, a bit boring in the, in the first half uh, at times. But um, actually, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you, you, I think we, we, we need that. It gives us a chance to pause a little bit. You know, like, like we've rested a few first-team players. We don't have to go at this gung-ho. We were already through. I said we were going to be through. What, realistically, you know, we weren't going to lose our last three games. So we were going to be through anyway. Um, so there was no need to bust a gut, uh, and I, I don't think we did. I don't think we, you know, really got out of uh, third. I think maximum we got into was third gear. I don't think we got past that. 
uh, and that was enough to, to beat them uh, uh, comfortably. Second half, I don't think we were... <laughs> uh, Bernard might... Bernard was there, so he might disagree, but I don't think we were that bothered in the second half, were we? And after Hamill no. scored his goal, no. you know, it was just... Uh, uh, you know, uh, play out time, control the game, and uh, yeah, you know, what walk away without shame. Johnny Stones. I think we tried. I think we tried the second half. I just thought the we were, the finishing was poor. Nunes had a couple of good chances yeah. that he cocked up. Uh, the finishing was poor. We had chances and a couple of good saves from the keeper yeah. and a couple of blocks, and that was it. Really, it was uh, it was because the lads who came on, of course, wanted to make an impression, didn't they? So they did try, but uh, yeah. of course. Um, when you consider they had no shots and no shots at all, yeah. I think that's the is it the fifth time it's happened, and uh, four of those against pep teams, I, I believe, not not just City, but obviously other pep teams as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It was. It, I think it, once you went down to ten men, you thought right, the floodgates might open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did try, it just didn't happen. I think we just like we were just controlling the game, and, and, and like you said, you know, there were a couple of players did come on who I thought would. You know, try a bit more, like Oscar Bob. You know, he, he had he came on with thirty minutes to go, so he gave it a good go. Uh, Phillips had to show what he could do, so he had another thirst as well. Doku came on for the last ten or twelve minutes, um, but I think other players were kind of reserving themselves. Um, so the the new players and maybe Nunes and you know and Lewis were trying a li- I think a little bit harder because these aren't regular players. They want to be regular players, and they've got to show maximum effort whereas I think a couple of the others at 3-0 knew you know, they didn't need to show the, the full their full repertoire uh, and they took it a bit easy Well there's no doubt about who was the man of the match um, uh, Bernard it was that uh, guy that um, filed Nunes for the penalty and then got himself sent off um, uh, that, that, that should have pleased the, the crowd or what, what crowd there was Sandro Lauper is that Lauper. the name? Oh, yeah Lauper, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, can't, I pronounce it law because then I said he's, he, he tackled like Cindy Law. So that's I've had to get that. It's so obviously oh, uh, come that's, come that's what I called I mean, it. But uh, Bernard, did you drive all dirty. Right yeah, they, were very, they were a lot dirty. And I remember him being over in Switzerland. Um, I thought they were a bit dirty. I mean, I think we've looked at the fouls. It was I think we had seven and they had twenty odd or something like that. So yeah, I don't I don't see the need for it. But they were just. I thought they were far better, far better on their own turf, on that artificial pitch. Perhaps because you have to play on grass, and perhaps they're not very good on grass. Yeah, well, you miss me, Joe. I thought you'd been, you'd been up, you'd been driving all night thinking of that, Joe, uh, Bernard. Which one? Drive? Mm. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, very, good. I mean, very good, <laughs> yes. Bernard, time after, the problem is, time after time, I come up with these jokes, and you, <laughs> you guys... You guys don't appreciate my jokes. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike probably edits them out. Edits them out, mate. Get it out. My good joke. Like, um, well, it's the way it is, isn't it? Uh, money. <laughs> thing is, money changes everything. Mike, you know, since the uh, since the pod's earning so much money for Mike, he, you know, he's yeah. dropping all the jokes. It's all about him. <laughs> Mike's true. The thing is, Mike's true colours uh, are out. <laughs> well, let's talk about that first half burn. Not, not much really to talk about. Anything that, um, anything comment worthy in your opinion? Well, well, apart from the goals, <laughs> Are you, no, I'm talking. Well, we'll get on to the goals, but I'm talking about in open play. Well, there was there was bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, I think Lewis could have really scored early on, couldn't he? Six minutes. His finishing was pretty naff. He, had, he was about six yards out and managed to hit it against the leg, the, the back of the legs of the, one of the defenders, which uh, would have been interesting. But I thought Kovacic was very busy. He was very busy in this one. He was sort of um, doing the old Gundo role, uh, seemingly. Uh, drawing free kicks, uh, some neat little passes. Uh, Foden started really, really well, didn't see. I thought he was he looked he looked well for it, but he drilled one straight at the keeper, and it was obviously halfway through the first half when uh, Nunes did that lovely turn, didn't she? In the in the eighteen yard box that uh, brought uh, the foul from Cindy. So uh, Cindy, oh dear me! <laughs> so he brought he brought that foul and. Uh, I don't have a lot of do you guys. Do you guys have a lot of confidence when Alan steps up the penalty? I just don't. I just don't have a, a big, big amount of confidence. It was not bad one, was it? I don't think it was a bad penalty. If the goal had gone the right way, he might have been able to get a hand to it. But uh, I, don't, I don't have any confidence whatsoever about you and uh, what about Mike and Ray? Do you, have you, do you have confidence when Alan steps up? Well, let's talk about that penalty, Ray. Uh, well, he scored. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I'm like Bernard. I don't have that. You know, maybe we're being a bit harsh, harsh on the big uh, on the Nordic meat shield. Um, at least so, in, in the last one he took, it looks as though he mishit it into that one he yeah. scored last time. At least this one he did get his foot through it. He got, and, uh, he got, he got a bit of pace on it. Yeah, now, he got a good connection on this one. And uh, obviously, uh, he, he took touched it away and uh, he reeled away very happy. I think I'm going to say we had a, a couple of. Um, Opportunities before that, didn't we? We had um, after about five minutes, Lewis had a chance where Grealish, I think, was it Nunes or Kovacic, who put, put the ball into uh, Grealish in the box. Nice uh, pass. Yeah, Kovacic uh, to Grealish, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then Grealish uh, pulled it back for, I think Grealish had done it to a bit long, but he pulled it back for what, uh, for Lewis, who should have scored, really should yeah. have scored. Yeah. And, you know, the defender blocked it, but he should have been scoring that. And then Walker had that free kick uh, yeah. where. Yeah. We were looking to see who was taking. I thought I thought Nunes was taking it. You know, he was like really. It looked like he was um, conf confident that he was going to take it. Walker had a, just drilled a shot. The goalkeeper should have done better, and he just pushed it out to Ford. But Ford was a bit wide, narrow angle, and he hit it straight at the keeper. I, I don't know if he could have done better, but um, you know, we, we did have a couple of early chances, and obviously that foul on Nunes, daft foul, really was. Um, and the one, the, the Walker free kick, they were lucky because that was a foul on, was it Kovacic? And it was only just outside the box. So they yeah, were yeah, yeah, I thought it was a penalty. I thought they had to give a penalty because it just yeah. looked as though it was inside the box to me from yeah. behind, the, behind yeah. the goal. So, you know, I mean, we I think we had a, a good first half and then obviously after 45 minutes, the game was pretty much done and dusted. Yeah, uh, Bernard, is it a bit premature to to... to suggest that uh, Erling Haaland is uh, coming back into a wee bit of more confidence. Well, it's funny, wasn't it? Because we all looked at each other. We had that miss on, I think it's 36 minutes I've yeah. got down here, when uh, it just looked as though he just missed it. But apparently it took a little nick, didn't yeah. it? Amenda, Amenda the defender, the guy, Amenda yeah, sort of caught it and it just sort of come to him and obviously not at the right angle he was expecting it. So... Um, but I must admit, we looked at it and thought, what the hell was that? Because we hadn't realised at the time it took that nick. But, uh, of course, uh, it was folding and uh, found an overlapping walker to set that up. And uh, as just mentioned there, 46 minute, well, into the 46 minute. Yeah, um, it's a fantastic goal, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Folden uh, took on a defender, beat him, which was nice to see. And um, 
just the, the keeper. I don't think the keeper did too much wrong. Uh, I thought, I think his positioning was okay. I thought Foden just finished it really, really well. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was a good finish. It was the nice pass from Grealish. I like to Foden. Foden took it, it. I think the way Foden controlled it was the was the outside of his foot, yeah. um, but it was on the goal straight away, and he was all left foot and. and I don't think he should have got past the uh, cam. I think it was Cameron the defender. I don't think he should have got past him that easy. But once yeah. you're in the box on the wrong side of the defender, the defender's reluctant to bring you down because if you if he brings him down, we get a penalty and he'll get sent off because you know I think he, he wants to tug him back. Um, but he, he would just got sent off for that for denying a, a goal scoring opportunity and then just falling. I just think he hits it. Uh, when I first saw him have the shot, I thought there's no way he's scoring past that keeper. It's a tight angle like his earlier shot. But I just think he hits it nice and firm. And it was past the keeper before the keeper had even dived. I mean, it was only a few yards out. It, doesn't, it really doesn't take much from that distance. Um, and it was a nice, nice finish. It was Bernard. And, and also, he's a bit kind of like Phil Foden is the opposite of uh, Mares. He, he's, he's pretty unpredictable, in my opinion. You're not exactly sure what he's going to do. But he's a, a twinkle-toed little genius, isn't he? Well, it's a bit like Donku, really. Sometimes you don't know what he's quite going to do. Sometimes he gets the the rub of the green, if you like. The ball will sort of bounce off him in the right direction, and sometimes it won't. That, that's because he's so nippy. Uh, occasionally, he get and that they deserve it. Players like that because they take that opportunity to take p- players on. And if it means the ball hits a defender and bounces back to him, all well and good. And that's what uh, Foden does. He's, he's tricky feet, as Ray said. There, he's quick. Uh, he can, for me, I think I said a few games ago, he needs to just improve a little bit on his finishing. Hopefully, he's been doing that, and I think he's, we've seen it recently. He's improved a little bit. Uh, of course, the first chance, as Ray said, that he missed uh, was very similar, but perhaps he's a bit closer into the keeper that that mm. first one, so it's perhaps a little bit harder. But uh, no, he's uh, well. We we love Foden, don't we? There's not much yeah. we can say about Foden. We we love him to bits, of course, we do. Ray, were you in any way tempted, as some people were, to like switch over at half time and go and watch the <laughs> National Geographic channel on the on Netflix or something like that? I mean, to be honest, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't on the ground. It's, it sounds like a, a regular story. It's supposed to be my kids' speech night. My missy said, "You've been away for so long, uh, working away. You've got to come go to speech night." And on the day, and I, so I had, the, I had my ticket, but um, on the day I said that he didn't want to go. <laughs> He, he said, I'm not winning anything. He's in a, a new school. He's only been there six weeks. He said, I'm, you know, I don't want to. And I said, I thought I'd use that as an excuse. I said, I don't fan. Let him make his own decision. He didn't want to be cancelled. So I watched it on, on telly because by the time of that, it, we decided it was too late to, to go out. Um, but there's no way I was turn, turning it over. I was, I was, I'll be honest, less interested in the second half after Haaland scored because, you know, it became a little bit... It was too easy, and we weren't sparkling. We weren't trying. To, I don't think many of the players were trying uh, to do more than just uh, control the game in the second half. So I did. Um, I, was just, I, I was getting on with work at the same time, so just carried on with that uh, and watched the game with one eye and one ear while bashing out emails. But you know, you're not going to you're not going to turn over. What are you going to turn over for? What are you going to watch? Who, who else is playing? Who else was playing that night? That's a that's a very good question. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having that. I'm not turning over watching some dross. We're, we're champions of Europe, Mike. Anything I else? I can honestly say, in my whole life, if City, obviously, obviously, I'm not there. If I'm watching on the telly, I've, I've never ever watched a game when City have been on the other side. I've never turned over or watched someone else when City have been on. 
City. Yeah. That's as simple as that. I mean, who would do that? They're not, you're not a proper City fan if you want to do something like the that. Thing is, Mike, we're champions of Europe. Anything else is just a pale imitation. So you, you're going to watch the best. It does, mate, you know. It stands to reason. Well, there was another goal that we haven't really dissected, but let's talk about it. Yeah, it was early. It was early doors. Uh, 51 early minutes, yeah. 51 minutes. Uh, Rico Lewis laid it onto old old Big Lummox and he sort of sashayed across that deed, didn't he? Sashayed across, across the box and he just sort of turned and walloped it back the way he came, which was obviously, yeah. you know, like a header where you're always told to hit it back the way you're going. Obviously, the keepers would be moving across to cover his angles and he just moved across and what, what sometimes he's not done recently, he just smacked it when you perhaps didn't expect him to smack it. Um, and of course, a, a despairing die from the keeper, but brilliant, absolutely stunning. That, that's what they say. Some people say he doesn't score many goals from outside the area, but that was a cracker. We want to see, we want to see a few more of those, uh, that's for sure. That's but, his... uh, a nice little build up with Rico Lewis, I think, who set him up. I think down that right hand side, I think. But yeah, cracking goal. I think that's his third goal from outside the box. Uh, yeah, something like about 70 good games. I mean, I, in, in my notes, um, I'd written down that. In the previous game, I said I don't think he was um, confident what, the way he took that extra touch in the box when he should have when it was just laid on for it naturally to run onto and shoot and, and score. This one, he looks super confident. It, you know the way he took it so early. No one, ex no one expected that. You know the keeper didn't expect it. Um, no one expected it. And at, at the time, I thought he'd taken it too far. And then he had to really wrap his foot around it to get it to, to go back the way it came. And the yeah, keeper had no chance. Um, it was a it was a stunning, it really was a stunning finish. And if, you know, you want um, someone to second that, that it was a stunning finish, if you just look at Pep's reaction on the on the touchline. There's, there's a, there is a gif or a meme that goes around where Pep is shocked by something and he puts his hands on his head and it opens his mouth Um and it was like that. It was like a, oh, I can't believe that moment. And he was with, with uh, Phil Ford and he had a little silent uh, fist pump, you know, but not, not one of these, not one of these clock ones. Boom, boom, boom. And no, 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 one of these over the top clock ones. Not, you don't want to copy that, that gurning uh, horse's uh, teeth uh, clock. Uh, but he did a nice little, you know, a, a little, a little hit to himself. Um, you know, um, I, I, can't, I was going to pull up an analogy, but uh, the podcast would get banned. Uh, keep that one to myself, uh, Sherry. After this, but no, with that, so he was happy with the with the, with the Fordham one. He had a little yes, you know, this is it. Uh, and then with the Harlem one, he was like shocked by the brilliance of, and uh, you know, by the goal. And if you know, if if if, and I think it was genuine surprise. Um, so if it's so, you know, he's been in the game for donkey's years. Um, um, so then it, it, I think that just gives an indication of how, how good the, uh, the goal, um, how good a goal it was. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you, the things that are unexpected, Ray, was uh, I don't know if you caught this. Did Bernard actually use the verb sachet um, <laughs> earlier on? Uh, I was, was, was going to say mince, but I thought sachet was much better. <laughs> You're in the wrong job. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, he's my big lummox. I can say what I want about my big lummox. That's, that's what he is. He's, he's, he's like Phil Foden. We love him to bits. As, uh, as long as he sticks with us and doesn't do a runner, uh, we love him to bits. All right. Rest of that second half, what else is there to talk about? Oh, not a lot. I think we covered it really, didn't we? I think Grealish, again, he's another one who wants to shoot, uh, you know, in 
improve his shooting. He's, he's obviously terrible. He shot straight at the keeper with a great chance. Uh, he played quite well, I thought, Grealish, but his, his, his finishing is absolutely awful. Of course, um, uh, Doc, Doku came on, didn't he, in 80, what, 81st minute. Had about six dribbles in the time he was on. Um, set Nunes up, as I said, but Nunes made a right cock up of it in on 81 minutes and then he blasted over again about four minutes later but there was a few little huffs and puffs from City but uh, just nothing to add to, to the 3-0 to the yeah, Bernard did you mention that you were sitting of course we lost Stones hadn't we of course yeah, Stones yeah. didn't come out uh, for the no. second half uh, so that was everyone was thinking well he's not been rested he wouldn't have took him off at half time so the worst <laughs> happened and he was picked up another uh, obviously as a picked true. up or Got the same injury that's been causing him problems. Yeah, yeah. What been, is the what what is the latest on that? Well, the latest was Pep said he's got a muscle injury. He's going to be out for a while. So a while for me means he's not coming back this month. He won't be available for Liverpool. Uh, and I reckon by the signs of it, it's going to be at least could be four to six. Is, weeks. is it the same thing then, Ray? That's what not wrong Pep. Uh, all I remember after the game, Pep said it was a muscle injury, and it's going to be out for a while now. A while. To me, seems more than a couple of weeks. He's not going to be available for England. Uh, it's a shame for him and for England. And I don't think I. By the, my feeling is he won't be around for Liverpool. Um, and my feeling is middle of, could be middle of December before he's back. I mean, KDV could be back before uh, Johnny Stone. So that's a, that's what uh, I was going to say. Yeah, it's a real have shame. We got someone, guys, have we got someone to slot in? Do you think Gavardiol is the obvious candidate um, for what for Stones? For takes that stone sort of role that Pep's no, had him playing. No, 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 no. I, I think Rodri comes back and he can Rodri can play alongside um, Rico. I'm happy with Rodri and Rico or anybody. As long as Rodri's there, you can put Nunes there. You can put uh, Kovacic, Kovacic there. You can, um, Rico Lewis there. Happy with any of them. You can put Banana Silva there. I don't care. As long as Rodri's there, he's he's the main business. He's ninety percent of the deal. Anybody else, you know, regardless of how good they are, Rodri's the main man, you know. Uh, put two John Stones there instead of Rodri and somebody else, and it wouldn't be the same as having Rodri there. So regardless of how good Johnny Stones is, Rodri's your main man. So as long as he's there, I'm not that fussed. You know, we've got, as I said, Nunes, Kovacic. Um, um, maybe maybe not Calvin Phillips, but we'll have Nunes and Kovacic <laughs> and Rico Lewis to choose from. I think, no, I think Rico... Um, I think Phillips is a bit too, he's a bit too slow in thought and in action. And I just think Rico and other players just move it around quicker. The yes, they still pass it backwards and sideways a lot, but I think Calvin does it backwards and sideways a bit too much. And I just think that, dare I say it, the others are more like what you think City players are. And Calvin doesn't look like a City player. And I think he's gone in January. There'll be a lot of interest in him. And, you know, good luck to him. Mm-hmm. Well, Bernard, there were a few other results. Um, any, uh, you know, comment worthy? <laughs> any, 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 any ones that sort of like took your fancy? Only the one last night, really. That was the only one that uh, I found entertaining. I wasn't really. Uh, I think Barcelona got beat, didn't they? Yeah, by Shakhtar So I've not really. But obviously, I was. I went. So I woke up this morning, and obviously, I think it was two 0 for United when I went to to bed last night. And yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, Obviously, Mr. Rashford and Mr. Ten Hag's a bit angry about the referee and decisions, etc. But you can so, do one. Look, Ten Hag, thing with Ten Hag, he's a, he's a bloody winger. That's all he ever does. Yeah. You know, he doesn't come, he didn't, the, he complained about the uh, Rashford getting sent off. Well, 
you know, look, mate, he, he, whether accidental or not, he trod on the guy's ankle, studs right into his ankle. That was dangerous. He could have broken something there. And I don't care what some of these, uh, some ex-players like Ian Wright and others have said, you know, or the players, you know, the refs and VARs don't understand the game. We've played it. Well, just because you played it at a high level doesn't mean other people don't have an opinion on the on the laws of the game. That was a dangerous action. You can you can argue it was it was not intentional, but it was dangerous uh, for the for his opponent. Um, the the penalty for the handball. There were two handballs in there at least, and you know he's whinging about now the offside. He said some guy was blocking the R line. Not not having that either. Just whinging, 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 and he doesn't ever talk about the look they got. Remember that. First game of the season when they beat Wolves 1-0 and Onanik basically took out a Wolves player when he went for the ball and never got the ball and just clobbered the Wolves player. And they didn't get the penalty, which is what they should have done. Um, he never turned around and said, and, uh, you know, blasted the referee in the VAR for the mistake they made in not awarding a penalty and not sending Onana off. Never says that. You know, it's always one-sided. If you want, you, What you need to do is... Like Pep does, Pep is critical occasionally or says stuff even when we win. He doesn't reserve it for when we lose and he's got to come out and cry about it and try and save face. They've lost nine games in 17. Nine in 17. Having said that, you know, they can still finish in the top four and still qualify from, from their group because they're only one, was it one point off the top team in their group. Oh, it's a really tight group. Um, no, there's two, two teams with four points and they're on three, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah, they're on three. Copenhagen have got one. Um, no, actually, no, Bayern have got, if I'm right, Bayern have got nine points. Yeah, the other two have got four and United have got three. That's it, that's it. So, um, you know, so hopefully that means that they're going to struggle to get through. Uh, and um, maybe where are they playing? Have they, play, have they got to play Bayern at home or away? No idea, mate. Uh, no idea. But no, well, sorry, play is the wrong word, mate. <laughs> it. you know, it's, it's just a Bayern will probably be through by then yeah. and play well, a league team. Play, but. The big game, I think the big game is Galatasaray away, yeah. which is uh, what they've got in a couple of weeks. Uh, no, they, they must have Bayern at home then, mustn't they? Yeah, yeah they'll have uh, Bayern at home, I, I reckon, weeks after that, on the 12th of December. I'm just having a look. So it's the Galatasaray game, that's the big one, because if they lose to Galatasaray, that's it. Galatasaray finish second, um, assuming Bayern don't lose. Uh, no, I think Bayern are obviously three. So Galatasaray, if I'm right, will finish second. So um, that would be the end of United. They, they, they couldn't um, do anything then if they lose to Galatasaray. They've, the best United could do then is finish third. Um, and then Copenhagen are playing Galatasaray. So you might end up with a situation where, they, look, they can still come second in that group and qualify. They could still finish third in that group and go into the Europa League or fourth and get nothing. And I hope they get nothing. They don't deserve nout. <laughs> That's pretty categorical. Just stay with you. I, think you. I watched a lot of the Newcastle game. I was in, in the pub and then in the ground. That, that was a bit... You look a bit weak. Not, not weak, Newcastle, but obviously you can tell they're not very experienced in Europe, the way they're playing. They are struggling a little bit, even though they're not particularly struggling that much in our league. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, of course, we've still got to win games if we want to win our group, of course, because uh, Leipzig did the business, didn't they? They went and, and won yeah. their game. So um, there's three points difference. So we've still got work to do. I mean, we've qualified. Of course we have. But um, it depends how important being top of second is. I mean, obviously... Pepper want top spot, so we've still got a, a little bit of work to do. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, guys. Well, I think uh, unless you have anything further, 
Let's talk about what's uh, coming up in the next um, week or two for City. Well, not that game. much. We've got one game, <laughs> and that's it. Because uh, uh, simply because uh, the another blooming international break, uh, which is good and bad. I mean, it gives John Stones a bit of time to recover. Uh, it gives um, KDB another couple of weeks where there's no for him to recover. Well, obviously, we got Chelsea on Sunday, four thirty on Sunday. Um, big, big game. Big, big game. Um, on Sunday for for City and for um, that this weekend, but you know we obviously we we do remember we're top of the table and there are I think everybody else has got a good chance of winning when I look at the big teams and what they're doing. You know, Spurs are away to Wolves, Arsenal at home to Burnley, United well Newcastle away to Bournemouth, Villa at home to Fulham, uh, Liverpool at home to Brentford. You'd think most most of them. Would have a good chance of winning. So, you know, we're away to Chelsea. We're going to have to, we've got to go there and win. Chelsea aren't good enough. Uh, we've got to go there and win to keep up the pressure on everybody else and, you know, hope maybe someone else drops a point here and there. These um, international breaks are getting a bit too much, Bernard, don't you think? Well, yeah, how long it was only about, what, three weeks ago we had the last one. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, obviously, when you're not interested in international football, which I find a lot of people aren't, um, you know, obviously, it seems to be, to me, a lot of the fans who support, let's say the lesser clubs are more interested in international football than the top clubs. Um, I would say I've lacked a little bit of interest. I like to see the City players doing well, but that's about it, but... uh, of course, it is what it is. I mean, I'd, for competitive games, I can fully understand it, which is what we're having, isn't it? Is a competitive game coming up, isn't there? I think uh, the Malta is, isn't it? Even though <laughs> Malta, yeah, but you know, so-called competitive games for England, it probably will be. But just for pure friendlies, uh, they get on my nerves a bit. But, yeah. Uh, but I think there's a bit of a break then, isn't there? Till till the next one. I think it's a while now, isn't it? After this one, I think once we get this one out of the way. We've got all the joy of Christmas and World World Club Cups to play for, etc., etc. And yeah. we get away for a, a little while. Any final comments from either of you guys? Well, I thought we would we might sort of like give the um, give the old uh, supporters a bit of a rest uh, instead of us droning droning on for another <laughs> hour. But um, yeah. anything else? Yeah, I mean, I'll take. I'll probably. I'm just looking at the table now. At worst, obviously, I would take a draw. But as Ray said, we've, we've got to win this one. We've improved our goal difference. We've improved our goal difference. But of course, Liverpool uh, playing Brentford, you know, they could score four, five, six goals and then put us back again. If so, if we get beat by Chelsea, obviously, we could end up back in third or fourth spot again. Uh, we'd only be a point or two behind, so it's not the end of the world at this stage of the season. But you've got to take advantage of teams like Chelsea, haven't we? We've got we've got to take advantage. The tenth at the moment, I think they're in a little bit of form. They're all right in the cup. They've done the cups and, uh, yeah. of course, that Tottenham game. All right, uh, Tottenham held on quite well with nine men. But uh, so, so it would be a good result that we get a victory there. But uh, these are the games we've got to win away from home. You know, when you when you losing to Wolves and Arsenal, we've got to start winning away games, and this is a good one to start with. I think you're right, Bernie, because you've got to remember. I mean, look, look, you know, even now, yes, it's only. 11 games in, but Spurs are one point behind us. Liverpool and Arsenal are three points behind. Uh, Villa, we're not expecting them to win the title, but they're they're five points behind. Newcastle, seven points. They're all close enough. They're all close enough, uh, especially the ones that are uh, occupying the top four positions at the moment. And we've got to win. It's as simple as that because you, you know the games that we've we've got com- we've discussed this b- briefly before but the games that we've got coming up after that after the international break we've got um, Liverpool at home 
Then we've got Spurs at home. We've got Aston Villa away. You know, we. I'm not saying we're going to lose any of the, uh, all three games, but there's a good chance we don't pick up three wins. Uh, I'd like to. I think if we pick up three wins against Liverpool, uh, Tottenham and, and Villa, I think, you know, we'll be... 15 games into the season and I think we'd, we'd be probably six or seven points clear and I don't think anybody would bet on City not uh, retaining the title. The only, the only downer is we still got to us to Anfield and the Tottenham Stadium so there's yeah. six points we can forget about. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so this Chelsea game is a, I, I, I count it as a must win. It, it's a must win because it keeps the pressure on everybody else and it gives us some breathing space if we do drop points in any of those three difficult games after. Well, I think that'll do us. So let's just say uh, farewell to the lads. Cheerio to you, Bernard. Yeah, cheers, guys. It's uh, yeah. been a good one and got a bit off my chest with the old Swiss, Swiss the uh, bin bag boys, the uh, burn bin bags, wasn't it? The burn bin bag boys. <laughs> There's alliteration for you. Okay, I'll, I'll have to think about that one. Okay. Yeah, they're from um, Bern. Lots of places in Switzerland. They're in Bern. <laughs> in Bag Boys. They have alliteration. <laughs> Cut that out. Put it out again. Don't worry. The, the, the look on Ray's face is, is priceless. Okay, oh, Tara for now, Ray. Cheers, guys. Is that Vimto is drinking? I think it looks like Vimto has got his glass. It's Ribena. Ribena. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that'll do us. Uh, we'll finish off in the normal way by saying, have one on us and up the blues. Up the super blues. <laughs>